Shalom guys, welcome to my podcast Emmet, I am Justice. I'm sorry I couldn't recall last week because I had a lot of things to take care of and this week as well I have a lot of things to take care of but due to the timely intervention of my director and my producer, I had to do an introductory post to to, to, to the Ark of the Covenant and the most holy place in the tabernacle, even of the temple. Like I said, this week's episode is going to be very short. The song you are hearing in the background is my very own Lechadudi. Yes, I'm sure you all know how much I love the song Lechadudi. And true story, it's actually a testimony. One of my listeners, one of my very, very important listeners, and, and someone who has backed me up for the past two years, David, David Asafuji, he, he, he narrated a story of how recently when he was listening to my podcast and as I played the song in the background, an angel just flew, sorry, an angel just came to sit by him on his bed. And the rest, according to him, was history. Yes, he was listening to this podcast. I didn't know this podcast was so charged with angels. Well, yes, I know they are around. They are with me. I see them, interact with them. They teach me. But I didn't know (laughs) the extent to which they backed it up. And his testimony gingered me up to record more. And with the help of my, my, my trusted director, who is always on my neck too, record more so she can also learn more i just had to record today so like i said today's episode is 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 an introduction to to the to the most holy place we have we have explored the we have explored the outer court we've seen the outer court we've seen what's inside of the holy place now it's time to enter the most holy place through that veil called life remember that i said the veil separating sorry the main entrance into the tabernacle is called the entrance into the tabernacle is called the way the entrance into the holy place sorry is the truth and the veil that separates the holy place from the most holy place is called life so we are going to go through the 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 veil called life and see what's inside of the most holy place and behold hine hine one of my favorite hebrew words hine that is the ark by the way hine whenever you see behold in the new testament sorry in the old testament it doesn't necessarily mean look or look at something it means pay attention it means Yes, it means keep your gaze on it and focus on it. Hine, behold. So Hine, that is the ark. Now let's let's gain some little revelation. Let's let's let's. I know my my listeners love revelation, so let's learn a little about the ark. Well, the word ark as used in in as used for the Ark of the Covenant is the Hebrew word Aron, spelled Aleph Resh Vav Nun. It's from the root word 
or which means light remember in genesis 1 3 vayu mer elohim sorry vayu mer elohim yehi or vayi or let there be light and there was light or light 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 it's from that root where so so we can trace the act to genesis 1 i always tell my my i always tell people everything in the bible it everything you read and study in the bible even in the new testament has its roots in the book of genesis so you'd have to you'd have to master the book of genesis and fortunately for me a teacher of mine a bible interactive is going to release a book on the book of genesis and i can't wait to have can't wait to grab hold of that book <laughs> it's going to be my meditation <laughs> it's just by the way so yeah the word is our own and it's used in three portions of scripture it's used in genesis 5 sorry genesis 50, genesis 50 genesis 50 verse 26 for you can take time off and read it's used for the word coffin coffin uh, joseph's coffin and it's also used in exodus 25 verse 10 for the word ark and it's used in in second kings chapter 12 verse 9 for chest that is how the kjv puts it chest so you can look it up the other word for arkas in noah's ark is the word teva okay it's also used for moses's basket teva that is a different word but the english translates the kjv uses the word ark but it's not the arun ark but it's the teva ark so there are two different arcs with two different hebrew words and now the song playing in the background is my own favorite my own personal favorite new wine i think i've already told you a little bit about wine <laughs> i think at the end of this episode i near the end i'll tell you something i discovered while studying the bible about wine and love So now let's read Genesis, sorry, Exodus 25, verse 10. It is in that portion of scripture that we read about the ark, about the construction of the ark, about the instruction God gave Moshe concerning how he is to build the ark. So now let's start. That portion of Torah is called Parashat or Parashat Terumah. That is for those who, who, who are students of the Torah, who do Torah studies and who follow Torah portions. I plan to start Torah portions with my producer very soon. So if you are listening, which I know you are, get ready. We are going to start Torah portions soon. <laughs> now, Exodus 25 verse 10. Now they are to make an ark of acacia wood, two and a half cubits in length, one and a half cubits wide, and a cubit and a half and a cubit and a half high. So 3D almost everything in the bible is 3d like a square the new jerusalem comes to mind as well that's why i end that portion (laughs) let me continue with my act you are to overlay it with pure gold inside and out and make a crown of gold around it 
So now I want to talk up a little bit about the word overlay. The word for overlay in this portion of scripture is Remember remember that the ark is 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 it's a box of acacia wood. In Hebrew it's called shittim. And shittim wood is very very strong, very durable and very and it's resistant to pest attacks or pest infestation. What does it teach us? It teaches us that our lives, okay, as, as we enter the most holy place, we are very strong in his presence. We are strong in his presence. We are resistant to pest infestation. We are, we are, we are, we are resistant to, 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 we are resistant to any external influences that causes wear and tear. And that is why he covers us with his divinity, his gold. He overlays his, he overlays us with gold, with his divinity. Remember that Moshe the psalmist, yes, Moses was a psalmist in, 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 in Psalm 82. We are gods. We are gods. So we are overlaid with gold, with pure gold. It takes a very conscious and a very spiritual man to walk in that revelation. So I proceed. Now, the word for now the word for overlay is safar safar spelled spelled sadi pehe safar and it means to overlay and it's used the same word is used one of the places in scripture is used is in psalm 66 verse 7 it's now let me read Psalm 66 verse 7. He, he reads, He rules by his mighty, sorry, he rules by his might forever. His eyes keep watch on the nations. No rebels exalt themselves. Seller. So the word safar is used for keep watch. To keep watch. So like a mirror, as as in his presence, we are reflected, okay. We receive reflection and his eyes are always on us. His eyes are his eyes are always on us, looking at us and protecting us by means of his light. As as his light, this is very deep. You need light to, to, to be able to have a reflection in the mirror. And remember that the ark is is light in itself. And so as he in his presence, we he he he, he looks at us as if he looks on us as if he's gazing in a mirror with the aim of protecting us according to Psalm 66 verse 7. I hope you catch the revelation here. He watches us. He keeps his eyes on us. And anything that seems hidden in us is revealed by means of the mirror. So in his presence, our essence is made manifest. That which lies deeply dormant in us comes out. Every gifting in us by means of his presence comes out for everyone to see. That is why it's important to enter his presence always and to be conscious that you are in his presence. In this same episode, in this in this same series of posts, I'm going to talk about the Shekhinah. Shekhinah is it's a very popular term these days. Surprisingly, I see people write Shekhinah but it's not in the Bible. And I wonder, do people study rabbinical literature like I do? 
and the word Shekhina is only found in the Talmud. Yes, I remember I told you the last time about the word I, about the phrase I love you or the sentence I love you in Hebrew and how it equals uh, Shekhina. I've forgotten. I have, okay, I haven't forgotten. But that isn't the point. Next, in the next episode, I'll talk more about that. And I promise, I promised weeks before that I'm going to talk about the most holy place and marriage and Yom Kippur and how those three are connected. So let's proceed. Now I hope you gained some understanding on what I'm trying to say concerning the word Safar. Safar doesn't only mean to overlay, but it means to keep your to keep to keep watch on something. So as we over as we are overlaid with gold, he keeps watch on us. He keeps watch on us to protect us. That is in his presence, and in his presence we receive strength. We re- we receive strength and we receive life. I hope you have been blessed by this short episode. Yes, this episode, as I promised, is going to be very short. And at this point, I would... Oh, I promised to say something. I promised to say something. I promised to say something. That's us. Uh, yes, I promised to say something, to tell you something at the end of the episode. And I think that thing is in Song of Songs, Shir Hashirim 1, about Kissin. Yes, Kissin. My British friends would say snogging. So, and wine, good. Wine comes in secrets. So we read in, let me open... Uh, Song of Songs, chapter, Shir Hashirim, chapter 1, verse 2. Shir Hashirim is one of my favorite books. I actually sat down and read the entire thing in 2016, and I fell in love with the book. I was like, wow, that is so deep. Well, as, as, as a student of Biblical Hebrew, I find the theme of marriage in almost every part of scripture and today just this evening I gained insights into 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 the marriage okay the eternal marriage through the word bereshit <laughs> who knew that was there who knew that was there so inside of the first word bereshit we see the marriage we see the eternal marriage <laughs> between the bride and Christ and Mashiach. That's so beautiful. So Psalm, sorry, Shia Hashirim 1 verse 2. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. For your love is better than wine. For your love is better than wine. So yes, wine came to mind as we sang new, as the song new wine was being played. And remember that... I I taught I or I have taught here countless on on countless occasions that the word wine in Hebrew yayin equals secret sword. So what one thing this teaches is for your love is better than secrets, and this takes us to First Corinthians chapter thirteen where 
where Paul says, if I, <laughs> if I, if I'm able to fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, but have not love, I am nothing. <laughs> hey, love trumps secrets. Love, love, love. Ahava. It trumps all secrets. It trumps all secrets. It trumps all secrets. So now, I wanted to talk. That is all that I wanted to tell you. Maybe in another post, I will talk to you about let him kiss me. The word there is yishkeni in Hebrew. And I will tell you how it applies to a certain word in Greek. Just for you to see the similarities and the beauties and the beauty hidden in Hebrew. And studying the Bible, especially studying the new testament with an old test uh, with an old testament perspective and being able to convert the words from greek to hebrew by means of the septuagint that is for another time but i all i wanted to do was just open your eyes to for your love is better than wine and relating it to first corinthians 13 and what paul tells us i hope you have been blessed by these short presentations and as I bring this podcast to an end, I'd like to thank three special listeners of mine, David Asafuije, whose testimony yesterday was really, really inspiring. God richly bless you for, 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 for supporting me for two years. Yes, two years. Two years of unwavering support. Thank you very much. And may God replenish you of all that you have lost for my sake. And to Paul Asari, Paul, thank you very, 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 very much for your, for, for your critiques and for your advice and for your encouragement. And to my own personal buddy, buddy, Modiola, for, for your constant inspiration and for, for, <laughs> for, for keeping me on my toes always. Had it not been you, I don't think I would have recorded this episode. Thank you very, very much. And uh, this is Jang Cha. I would like to bring this episode to an end. I will see you all next week and we'll talk deeply. We'll go deep into the most, most holy place and explore more on the Ark of the Covenant. So, shalom and good night. I love you all. Thank you very much. Now, enjoy Baruch Habab Shemadonai by Paul Wilbur.